viewers of the love and is discontents podcast welcome to the first episode of the type that i call shorts in which i briefly reflect on some aspect of love and the love story as i mentioned in the introduction i take as a starting point an argument by the greek american author jeffrey eugenides that love stories nearly without exception give love a bad name so this is from the anthology called my mistress's sparrow is dead all love stories for him are ultimately based on discontent. Love is something everyone desires or is supposed to desire, but ultimately something which always goes with disappointment. So it goes. Eugenides uses a particular story to back up this claim and set us adrift. An exciting but potentially dangerous exploration of love. The story is that of the poet Catullus and his love for the beautiful Lesbia. Catullus was a Latin poet of the late Roman Republic, whose poetry focused on personal life rather than classical heroes. So he was a kind of a game-changer. Eugenides writes, From the first excruciating moments of infatuation with the woman he called Lesbia, through the torrid transports of physical love, to the betrayals that leave him stricken, Catullus told it all, and, in so doing, did more than anyone to create the form we recognize today as the love story. Out of 25 of his poems about Lesbia, the most famous is his fifth, which is often recognized for its passionate language and the opening line, Let us live, my Lesbia, in love. Now listen to this excess of love. Suns may set and rise again, for us, when once the brief light has set, an internal night must be slept. Give me a thousand kisses, then a hundred, then another thousand, then a second hundred, then yet another thousand, then a hundred. Then, when we have performed many thousands, we shall shake them into confusion, in order for us to lose the count and in order not to let any evil person envy us, as no one will be aware of how many kisses have there been. So we see how Catullus is madly in love with Lesbia, but it is unrequited love. Eugenides tells the story as one that has the essential element of an obstacle. Something stands between the potential lovers, and this obstacle is what defines the story as a love story. You see, Lesbia has this bird that she loves immensely, you know, this little sparrow. Catullus writes in the second poem, Sparrow, my girl's darling, whom she plays with, whom she cuddles. So typically he's jealous. He, he wants some kind of uh, exclusive right to her. And we immediately see the connection between passion and possessiveness. A sparrow is not the most exotic, amazing-looking bird, nor, nor is its song the most enchanting. But she loves it so much, 
she devotes all her attention to it. Apparently, if we take the sparrow to be an actual bird and not a metaphor for something else connected to Eros, there is something in the character rather than the looks that she finds attractive. The poet desires this woman so much, he wants this sparrow removed, because then he believes she'll devote herself to him. Already by the third poem, the bird is dead. My girl's sparrow is dead. Sparrow, my girl's darling. So the obstacle's gone. There's no more bird song to distract her from him. Does she hurl herself into his arms? Of course not. Or else this would not be a love story. Now Catalyst writes, Oh, what a shame. Oh, wretched sorrow. Your fault it is that now my girl's eyelids are swollen from crying. Not only is Lesbia still not interested, she's no longer in the mood for love. And what's worse, she's no longer beautiful. Her sorrow has ruined her looks. So a far greater obstacle enters the stage. Grief. She grieves her beloved bird so much she is even less available to society, let alone some potential lover. Thus, the object of the poet's love becomes even further out of reach. So it goes. Eugenides does not only use this plot to argue that every story has a sparrow, that every love story is defined by some obstacle, but also to add something else. Love is not desirable because it is simple, but because it is complex, and perhaps because it is always a little out of reach. Love has value not because it is immortal and because it survives death, but exactly because we know it cannot outlive death. The best we can hope for is for love to be immortalized in a story. So he writes, the perishable nature of love is what gives love its profound importance in our lives. If it were endless, if it were on tap, love wouldn't hit us the way it does. So it goes. We don't have to accept the idea that every love story hinges on this trope of the sparrow. But as we read the stories we love, it is worth considering if this literary device actually is there and if it makes all the difference. Eugenie this writes, When it comes to love, there are a million theories to explain. But when it comes to love stories, things are simpler. A love story can never be about full possession. Love stories depend on disappointment, on unequal births, and feuding families, on matrimonial boredom, and at least one cold heart. In other words, love stories, nearly without exception, give love a bad name. But still, we love love stories, perhaps because the telling of heartbreak or unrequited love is what helps us process it. Catalyst didn't go and kill himself when Lesbia turned him down. Instead, he used that energy to write poems, which still, as Eugenides writes, 
burn, dazzle, delight, or sadden. The moral of this seems to be for Eugenides, better a sparrow, living or dead, than no bird song at all. So the idea is not just that the story is defined by the obstacle to a character's desire, but that love itself is ultimately love only if there is some discontent, something that makes it out of reach, not fully possessed, not fully claimed, not fully tamed. In the following episodes and conversations with some cool guests, uh, these topics will come back. But, uh, you know, no single story can tell us all the, the you know, all there is to know. Um, but together, I think they, uh, they may bring us to some knowledge. If you find this to be fun, educational, intriguing, please subscribe to our channel. Until then, much love from Stockholm.